Welcome to Classic Comics Cavalcade. I'm Jason Sachs. I'm Amir Malikpour. And we are discussing the classic Saga Volume 1 by uh, Brian K. Vaughan and Fiona Staples. Yeah, that was so fun. good. Like, it does, it's such a, um, uh, go ahead, you were going to start talking about it before we, before I hit the record button. Oh, no, it was, uh, I just really enjoyed going back to it, you know, it's like that old, like, I feel like it's a, it's a comfort food type of thing, you know, that's what, that's what Brian K. Vaughn is to me, I mean, just the little background about Brian K. Vaughn, why the last man is the reason I have this affliction of buying comics and reading comics as an adult because I used to read it when I was a little kid um just a quick summary because I've talked about it before but I used to read Tintin and like non-traditional American comics in another country when I came here really didn't really really pick up any comics until 2009 and which were towards the end of Why the Last Man, Brian Kavon, and then I got addicted to everything he did. So I read everything that he did, and then I got addicted to everything else. And then here we are, like 30,000 comics later. <laughs> <laughs> he hooked but you. He hooked Dragged me. you in. It's his fault. He was the drug dealer. Um, but uh, but it was, uh, I mean, it was really fun. It was like, I think, it was really fun to go back to that first volume of six issues of Saga. Uh, I think it was six issues and uh, it was yeah. like comfort food. You know, it's not, this isn't like, you know, it's not literary, like it's not mouse or, you know, it's not, but it's something that you can go back to and it's really enjoyable. It's like Star Wars. It's really well done. This, his storytelling is amazing. So I don't know, we're starting, I'm, I want to you stop there. You shouldn't put it down for not being literary because I think what makes it so great is that he's using like tropes from different media and putting everything together in a, in a blender. And what comes out is this really unique concept with, with this world that's so beautifully, thoughtfully fleshed out. Yeah, and these yeah. characters who just seem so real despite how different they feel, right? I mean, like if you think about like the great sagas, people always complain that the characters don't feel realistic. But like from the very first minute we meet them, these people feel real mm-hmm. yeah. and relatable and fun. It also feels a little like you're not expecting this, right? It's not like Lord of the, I, I bring up Lord of the Rings again. It's not like Lord of the Rings where everyone is noble and stately and doing things in the right way. These are just a bunch of like really complex, interesting characters who were Mm-hmm. just kind of making their way and yet at the center of it is you know the couple who are the star-crossed couple too they're like a Romeo and Juliet yeah I, I love Bram I mean his characters are amazing I mean the, the skill that he has that I don't think very many people do is like people always say like he's great at like first issues or single issues is so much fun but he just puts so much heart into his work and I've met him a couple times I don't by any means know him at all but the few times that I've met him, he just seems like such a gentle soul type of, you could tell. And I, I, at least I can tell through the writing. And it just, I just love the writing. Like, even this, like, like you said, there are bad people in here. They're bad. And you'll find out how bad they are later on after this volume. Mm-hmm. But you still kind of like see their, 
noble side too, which is really conflicting. And <laughs> issue 55 came out this week. I don't know if you read it, but it brought all those feelings back. <laughs> <laughs> the feelings of which feelings? Oh, just like, oh, I really like this person. Oh, what an asshole. Oh, I really like this. Oh, this person is super evil and selfish, but oh, wow. But they do have the good side, you know, that kind of thing. And um, that's it. Like he captures like how people actually are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I just, it's just so fun. Right. And, and the, the entirety of who people are too, you know, the people are greedy they're selfish, they have sex, they mourn the loss of their friends, they have, you know, affairs that never go anywhere, they're, yeah. um, some people are totally, like, you get this whole kind of broad range in this. But. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know where you want to start, but. Uh, yeah, where, where do you want to start with, Amir? Oh, sorry. Um, I was like, it would you lead because you always have so much interesting stuff right at your um, right at I top just, of your mind. It's you know, having read the first, there are nine volumes of this, so fifty-four issues. Um, you know, and this is the first, you know, six issues, the first volume of nine, and it's just interesting to start off and see where all these characters started out as and how they've ended up now after all these all these years. You know. Um, I can't really make any comments about this volume without like some of the sadness that I could see. Like, oh, somebody, oh, I love that character. Or, I don't, I don't, I don't know if there's any spoilers, but like, oh man, that character was so much. I thought they were a really good person. Or this character, I thought it was till the end of the. I think there's going to be 108 issues. We're on 55 now. I thought they're going to be there at the end. Or what's this? But it's like, what comes back time and time again, having read all of the issues, is that this is kind of like a real life. There are joys, there are beauties in here. There's like excitement, you know, this is this is an action comic, you know? So it's like, it's got like Star Wars related type of stuff and, you know, political intrigue. And then within all of that, there's romance and, and evil within, seemingly okay people you know and and then there's also like positivity among people that in the like there are people in the i don't know how to talk about this book without spoiling everything i'm hoping that people will go out and read these as soon as possible but basically there's a character in here who's like you could super evil kills people and then at the end you're like oh that's really good and then you know something happens to them and then they're people that are like, they're always good. And you're like, I hope they stay around forever. And some of them don't. And so it's just like, and then there's the main character, Hazel, which we don't really meet until, you know, we don't really meet them talking until maybe even a couple of more volumes. You know, there she becomes a baby. And, and then, yeah, I mean, she's a, she, we, the first scene is her being born, right? Mm-hmm. But I think as a first volume, I'm trying to, go back to like how I felt in the beginning, how I felt now. And when I first read it, it was really exciting. For one, when the first issue came out, it was like a big volume one for the same price. So it was like, oh, cool. This is a lot of cool stuff, a lot of packed things. And then a lot of, I mean, 
let's not forget about the amazing art by Fiona Staples. Oh my God. It's just, so it, good. It's, it really is just amazing mm-hmm. and beautiful. The coloring is spectacular. Um, so I wanna, uh, let's go back to, before we talk about Fiona Staples. So the thing that struck me reading this for what, like the fifth or sixth time for me too, is just how like you just get immediately embedded in a story and immediately excited by it. So much happens in this first issue. Yeah. In this first volume. That's like totally interesting. Yeah. He's got the little side things to uh, make you interested in the characters, the visuals of like all the different mm-hmm. civilizations are so interesting. Right. I, I remember distinctly like when you see the people with the computers on their heads, yeah. you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, I've never seen anything like this, right? And then the, we meet them with a couple trying to have sex and he's impotent. And it's like, wow, this is just odd, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the book just like, it's got this really interesting world building feel to it where like, you're like, why does she have wings? Why is there this creature that who's like, uh, looks like a, a, what, like a troll or something? And like you, it's it's so easy to get dragged into this world because they make everything so vivid and so interesting, and it never gets too full of itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's like this this especially this first volume is just this huge adrenaline rush for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I, I always feel like I can't put it down, but you know, and there's this amazing concepts like I don't know the organic the, the tree made out of wood, for example that like you keep, tri- you keep tripping over it and it's like oh my god this is so cool i've never even thought of something like this and look at you Vaughn, and look at you staples this looks amazing mm-hmm. and then the, you know and even around that there's all the little details right so they they want to fly in this ship but they have to give a sacrifice so he he breaks the sword and that because he breaks the sword that unleashes something else it's like this feeling of just tremendous momentum throughout the whole thing Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just all flies forward. Yeah. And the other thing about this volume, too, is this isn't like, a, you know, a, a continuing big two comic. So characters are not precious, whether they're evil or good. If, if you die, you die. You stay mm-hmm. dead. You know? And there's like a character, the stock, which is so unique. I've never seen like a naked no. thing you know, on a on a what is it? tarantula or a spider legs or something yeah and then who another she's like an assassin and then another uh assassin is in love with her but he's a humanoid and it's just and they had a relationship and she cheated on him it's like oh God. and then and then you're all like oh my god i'm if this was like uh not to, nothing like wrong against marvel and dc but if this is like a character like an evil character She'd just be coming back and back and back and back and then resurrected and then, but then here she dies and not I don't want to say senselessly, but not for the reason you would think she's gonna die, you know? Yeah. yeah. And because of that, like then then a you know Vaughn Vaughn and Staples are gonna be creating great characters all through the book, mm-hmm. right? Because if he's basically creating this character as someone who gets killed right away, you know there's gonna be more, yeah, just amazing looking people here's the thing i credit them with you don't know and they don't know what if they create they can't create something as good but they're they're taking that's a big risk of like you know washing away your hands with creation to go 
to go deeper and create new characters, you know? It's pretty, pretty incredible. Yeah. That's a great point. It's a risk. Does it does it feel to you like part of the fun is that this comic feels like a risk? I mean, we've had it around for 10 years now, so I guess we're used to it on some level, but. Oh yeah, I, I'm sure they are. I mean, they've uh, alluded to it. In fact, in a, in a new issue, which we won't be talking about this week's issue, there is a line that specifically alludes that like, you know, when you have an idea or a creation, it grows and it's different than what you thought of it to be. And you have to keep continuing and changing because if you don't change, it's going to be boring. You know, I mean, I, I don't think they say that I say I'm saying it, but. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's basically it. Like you kill people that people are attached to. And I, I think people were attached to that character, even though she shows up maybe like at two issues, but it's like one of those characters that like you always notice, you know, and the you always book, think about yeah yeah and the book is full of characters like that mm -hmm. that you won't see ever again or you know like uh it's pretty incredible you know that you want to see again but you you don't get to see them yeah mm -hmm. the visuals are just amazing like you were alluding to yeah i think she's very um i think at some point or maybe even in the, i think in the beginning of this she switched to digital just to be able to do everything which i mean she does everything like there's there have been no in all the 52 issues and there have been delays there's a three there's been a three-year delay and then there's you know they they put in delays you know with trades coming out and stuff but she's amazing she does the coloring the drawing you know the pencils or i mean it's digital pencil you know whatever art but it's uh the art's amazing and it's just done by one person i think the lettering is done by um the company phonographics but she doesn't fiona staples doesn't take any shortcuts with the art mm -hmm. phonographics that's the thing that like i keep thinking about as i look through this is like she varies the angles she does interesting stuff with the panel grids uh, like in the in the section where they're walking through the forest and the ghost kids come along like she varies all this the storytelling um you know the the coloring of the ghost kids is so interesting looking yeah everything just kind of pops you know and even if she does take shortcuts like i don't notice it like maybe she does but it doesn't matter because you can't tell because it's so good the other thing that she does that's different from a lot of comic people is um you can really read people's eyes the eyes have a lot going on in them, you know, and they, they're meaningful, you know, it, they're not, she's, she's drawing something that's got some depth to it. These people seem real in part because we can, you know, read the passion on their faces. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you look through it, like how many panels are there people looking at each other, but they're actually looking at the reader. So it draws you in also. Mm -hmm. you get a sense that you know this is these are people telling their story you're, you're part of the story i guess is a good way of putting it i uh, never thought about that or realized it but yeah she does that a lot i i wonder if that's her style or is it something that maybe brian cave mentioned yeah i don't know 
but like it, it really makes you feel like you're in some way a participant in what's happening. Mm -hmm. This isn't like a stage play that's happening in the distance in some way. Mm -hmm. This is something that like you're right in the middle of. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that's part of what makes it so compelling to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, nice stuff. Yeah, I, I want to go and read the rest of it now. Mm -hmm. Have you read the 55 this week? I haven't read 55 this week. Oh, okay. I read the full saga up to 55. Um, I'm going to, we will be careful not to spoil it here. Um, no. God, yeah, I was thinking too, like last time I reread it, I must have read the whole thing in like two hours, couldn't put it down. It's a really quick read. That's, I mean, a lot of people switch to trades. I actually, I'm buying issues now because I have 50, but I'm like, I'm already, I've already invested in it. I'll buy it. But, but I think the trades are pretty, that's probably the best way to go because it's uh, like volumes, you know, volume, the, the nine volumes. Yeah. And I've got, I was just turning around. I got the big volume one hardcover. And I think there's a compendium of the entire run. There is a compendium of the, yeah, the first 54 issues. There's also three hardcover volumes, which I had to want that first one, but I, I gave it as a gift to someone. Um, and it's a great, I'm like advertising. I'm not getting paid. For it, but it's like, it is a, I think if somebody is interested in these types of things. I mean, I don't know why you would be listening to my pod and not having never read this, mm -hmm. but um, like, I, because this is like, as good as comics really get. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't care about artistic. I, I mean, I care a lot about artistic merit. I'd say this is as great as anything. Mm -hmm. Like this is legitimately like top 10 greatest comics kind of level. Like, wouldn't you say, I? this has got a lot of what we liked about Jaime Hernandez when we were reading the Hernandez books. Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. It's a, it's a consistent world where characters grow and change and have lifelong relationships with each other mm -hmm. we get an idea of a different culture mm -hmm. or di the different society these people live in the relationships are complex and long-running and interesting yeah uh you know this, this book just does it in space as opposed to in a barrio mm -hmm. yeah and i think it's uh i i you know i'm a big fan of garth innis Mm -hmm. And I think um, Brian K. Vaughan has probably, or maybe directly or indirectly somehow has studied his writing too, of like starting issues and like, you just get dropped into the story. You don't need any, like, you don't have to have like, like a whole like 20 pages dedicated to like background. Yeah, he gives you the of, background, but it's just enough, right? Yeah, well, you get the background, but you, you drop in like, this is a pregnant woman saying am i shitting it feels like i'm shitting that's, right. that's the first page as opposed to like you know in a point or like a thousand in the future thousand years in the future the galaxy for you know not that that's wrong anything wrong with it but like there is no like prologue to the prologue to the prologue it's just like you just get dropped in there having a baby and you do get a little background here and there you know you do see like a little there's a page about the couple of pages about maybe three pages about the history. And then you go back to like a, 
two TVs having sex each other on the bed and one of them is impotent, you know? Uh-huh. So it's just like that kind of stuff that's like really like awesome. And then, you know, you see like a, the assassin that's like weirdly attractive woman on a, on this creepy spider with spider legs. Right. And yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, and the, like even from the very beginning, yeah, am I shitting? Like, is that's not what you expect of the first page. And it's a little bit like, again, back to one of the other books you read, uh, The Invisibles. Mm-hmm. And the first scene is the kid throwing the rock through the window mm-hmm. of his school and saying, fuck, like this is an announcement. This is saying, this isn't some, this isn't some classic fantasy. This isn't Peter Jackson, J.R.R. Tolkien. This is freaking Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples. We're going to do things our own way, mm-hmm. right? Am I shitting? And then there's they're dropping language and she's being just rude to him. And, um, you know, the, the, the dialogue in the very first scene is just so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, yeah, you've just got to keep reading just because you're having such a good time. Mm-hmm. And then the little details, like... Um, Marco uh, ch- just ch- uh, destroying the fallopian tube with his teeth <laughs> like and the baby's got horns it's like wow this is like got such serious like I don't know it just feels so different yeah the baby looks like Rosemary's baby <laughs> it does literally a little devil I mean she's cute but she looks like she's got like weird eyes horns um um satan's uh wings <laughs> right and he's a hero uh-huh and we'll get to know her a lot more coming up mm-hmm. ah glad we got to read this i can't say enough good things about the the staples art is just so perfect for this book mm-hmm. and the story is just so well told yeah, if you can read volume one of this without wanting to read more, your 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 heart is closed to good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then my grandparents came to live with us too. I was this is a great ending. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to say about anything else you want to say about this book? No, this was really enjoyable. Uh, I may go back and reread the whole thing, although I have a lot of other comics to read, but. I'm definitely, I'm continuing, obviously, I'm continuing with the, now that the comics are reissued. And it's, I don't know if it's serendipitous or whatever, but we're rereading, we read this the week that it came back after its three-year hiatus. So they came back after their three-year hiatus. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it seems so timely. I'm glad we did this. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Amir. Thanks. Thanks, Jason. Oh, thank you.